Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're continuing our study on Christ our Healer, and I have really been enjoying this series. I love looking at the character of God and seeing the benefits that He gives to us. And so far, we've we've really looked at that, uh, God's character and how He created the world, and when He created the world, it was good. It wasn't that he was going and creating sickness. It's not that he was going and creating uh, disease and death and things like that that entered into the world through sin. And that is so foundational that you understand that and that you understand that he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. You know, because I have to believe that there are those who are listening to this today who need healing. There are a lot of people today who need healing in their life. And the reality of it is, is that we have all but abandoned, in many cases, the healing that is found in Scripture and that is found in the character of who God is, and especially in the United States. And it's because we really have gone and we've trusted in other things. We've gone ready and trusting in this and trusting in that, but so few times do we stop and turn to the Lord and trust Him. So few times do we stop and, and turn to the Lord and trust Him. And that is just something that we, we need to start doing. We need to turn to the Lord. Yeah, there's so many things in, in this world today that I could look at and say, we need to turn to the Lord. Our nation desperately needs to turn to the Lord. But you know, where that really is going to start is when people start turning to the Lord. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. We should have laws that reflect God's laws. We should go in no matter what our nation is doing or what they're saying. There is one objective standard, and we should adhere to that objective standard. That is the standard which God gave. But we need to start turning to the Lord. We need to stop being self-reliant. We need to start looking at who God is in, in the grace that he supplies to us, we need to take, grab a hold of, and apply it to our life. And that will enable us to turn away from sin. But today, we're going to be looking at Psalm 107. Psalm 107, specifically verse 20 and 21, is what I'm going to be focusing in on today. But we're going to read the whole chapter for our scripture reading. And so if you follow along while I read Psalm 107, it says this, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. Those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons, because they rebelled against the words of God and they despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell and there was none to help. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble 
and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works rejoicing. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters. They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep, for he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up the heavens and they go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble, and they reel to and fro, and they stagger like a drunken man, and are on their wit's end, and they cry out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that its waves are still, and then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired heaven, haven. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness and water springs into dry ground, a fruitful uh, land into barrenness for the wickedness of those who dwell in it. He turns a wilderness into pools of waters, in dry land into water springs. There he makes the hungry dwell, that they may establish a city for dwelling place, and sow fields and plant vineyards, so that they may yield a fruitful harvest. He also blesses them, and they multiply greatly, and he does not let their cattle de uh, decrease. When they are diminished and brought low through oppression and affliction and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet he sets the poor on high far from affliction and makes their families like a flock, and the righteous see it and rejoice, and all iniquity stops its mouth. Whoever is wise will observe these things, and they will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Wow. I really love that chapter of Scripture. It is just incredible to go and to see. But I really want to focus in this morning in verses 20 and 21, and it says this, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Now, the context, of course, that this is talking about is if you go back just a little bit, it's talking here in verse 17, because fools or fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted, their soul abhorred all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them. We see that it is fools that it's talking about here. And doesn't that give you great hope? Because God sent forth his healing even to fools, even 
to fools. He sends forth his healing. Now, there's a couple different things that are going on here. We, we see that these fools, uh, that they were in iniquity, and we see that they were afflicted in their soul then. It also it says it abhorred all manner of food. Now, there's some people who like to take this chapter and say that this is just talking about uh, just talking about spiritual stuff, you know, and it obviously it does have that aspect to it. Some that these fools that they that they were going out there and and of course they were transgressing. That's that's right there. That's spiritual stuff that's going on. And they're foolish, right? They're making foolish decisions. But then we come to this part. And it says, and their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. What is that talking about? That's talking about a physical condition. That's a physical condition. They're weak. Their bodies are weak. They're, 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 they don't have the right nutrition. They're sick. They're ill. And then it says this, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. They're obviously in trouble. They're fools who are in the midst of iniquity. And now they've gotten themselves to a point where their spiritual decisions have ruined their physical lives. And he saved them out of their distresses. And then it comes to the verse that we're looking at, and he sent forth his word and he healed them. And he delivered them from their destructions. Now, there's some people who say, look, this is just talking about uh, God sending forth his word to going and helping fools so that they can become wise. Well, it's true. God's word does make us wise. But there was physical conditions here that were going on. They were actually sick at this point in time. There actually was physical healing that needed to be sent out and happened. And what God is saying here is that he sends forth his word and he physically heals them. Now, if you are going through something in your life and you are sick, perhaps a chronic illness, perhaps something that is, is, is really going and gripping your life, I want you to realize something. There is healing for you, but it must be attached to God's word. It must be attached to God's word. God's healing is attached to to his word. You know, one thing I've noticed, there are people who often want the healing of God. Of course, you should want the healing of God. That is a, a, a benefit of God, right? Let, don't forget all of his benefits is what we, we, we just read yesterday. But then you go and you ask them a simple question. How's your devotional life? And you know what you find out? Well, it's lacking. It's inconsistent. They haven't attached their life to the Word of God. Then you ask them, how's your church attendance? You know, the place where you go and you hear the Word of God expounded, where grace flows sideways from the pulpit and down to you. And you find out that, well, you know, uh, it's like Senior Skip Day most Sundays. But I want the healing of Jesus. Well, now, hold on. You need to meet his terms and his conditions. His healing is attached to his word. God heals through his word. The, you, you know, the Bible is a supernatural book. 
And when I say that, it's funny because all stripes of theology, you, you know, as long as they're orthodox, they'd say, yeah, it's supernatural. But I don't just mean that it's supernatural in its preservation. I don't just mean that it's supernatural in the fact that that the Holy Spirit came and, and, and is the author of it, right? That, that God is the author of the Word of God. It's true. That's true. I mean, it is supernatural. It is supernatural. There are supernatural things that happen with the Word of God but it's not because, okay, you don't just go and take a Bible and somebody's sick. You know, you take a Bible and you hit them with it. That's how some people think. That's not how it works. That's not the sending forth of the Word of God. See, the supernatural power is found in the simple obedience. When God says something, we in faith turn to Him and say, God, you're right. And because you are above everything, you have preeminence, I'm going to get my life in agreement with you. And so, therefore, I'm going to simply obey. I'm going to simply obey. See, in verse 19, it gives us some really great insight here. It says this, Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. See, they cried out to the Lord. They cried out to the Lord. He saves them. But how did he save them? It tells us this in verse 20. It says he sent forth his word and healed them. God sends forth his word. And when his word is sent forth, when it is made available to you, you need to attach yourself to it. Now, it's not just that you need to hear it. You see, Jesus goes and, and he takes care of this because, remember, we're talking about the fool here. And Jesus says, look, the fool is the one who builds his house on the sand. The rains came, the winds blew upon it, and the house went splat. Of course, then there was a wise man. We want to follow the wise man. He went and he built his house on the rock. The rains came, the winds came. What happened? The house stood firm. But what was the spiritual principle? the spiritual principle that Jesus was bringing forth is that the fool heard the word of God and didn't do it. Whereas in the wise man heard the word of God and he did it. See, God sends forth his word. It brings healing in your life. But what does it take? It takes hearing the word of God and doing the word of God. If you need healing in your life today, the question that I have for you is, is your life attached to the Word of God? Because if you need healing, you need to attach your life to the Word of God. You need to go and to start hearing the Word of God. You need to start obeying the Word of God. Now, of course, there's other things too, like we just looked at yesterday. Do not forget all of his benefits. Let me bring up another thing that is really key when it comes to when it comes to healing. And it says this in, in verse 21. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. 
Now we're going to look at this deeper later on, but I do want to mention it here because like, this is a main thing in this chapter of scripture. It goes and it says this several times, oh, that men would give thanks. Oh, that men would give thanks. Oh, that men would give thanks. You need to be thankful in your life. You need to be thankful. If you are in desperate need of healing, I want you to realize a joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. You need to go and to find thankfulness. God commands you to do that. So if you're attaching your life to the Word of God, you're going to be thankful. But I, I really want you to understand this here, that if you are going through sickness and you are coming to your wits end, perhaps you're, you're, you're near your deathbed, stop and give thanks to God for His goodness, for His wonderful works to the children of men. By the way, this is how we know that verse 19 is in fact referring not just to this idea that, oh, a fool became wise, and that was the healing that happened there, as some people like to go and say. Because this says, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Isn't it a wonderful work of God when he goes and he heals someone's sickness? Absolutely. Now, you could say, sure, it's a wonderful work of God. Also, when somebody turns from a fool to being wise, I suppose, but in the natural reading of this, this is undoubtedly talking about somebody who was sick and now they're healed and they say, Woohoo! God is good! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you for your wonderful works. If you're needing healing today, you need to give thanks to God. It is so vital. Attach your life to the Word of God, both to hear it and to do it, so that you're no longer a fool. And give thanks to Him, because He is good, and He has wonderful works. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, 9, as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, but even in darkness, we hold to the promise. There's nothing we can't overcome. So that war you've been fighting will end in God's timing. Sing like the battle's been won. Then you feel it, the song that is rising. Then you can't help but let it out. If you're trusting in faith, even now while you wait, lift up a victory shout. has already begun. Know that God's up to something. A miracle's coming. Rejoice.